Hey, this is Nick Gomez from The Walking Dead and Dexter. Hi, Sister K. Hi, Sister J. Hey, y'all. This is Lou Temple. You know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and you're listening to Sister Speak. Keep on listening. You follow me? Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your man Vincent M. Ward from the hit show The Walking Dead. That's the uh, character Oscar and from True Blood, Hollis. I'm here on Sister Speaks. What's happening with y'all? Hey, sisters, what's going on? This is Chad L. Coleman, Tyrese from The Walking Dead. What's up? Let's talk about it. Emily Kenny, I play back on The Walking Dead, and this is Sister Speaks. This is John Berthold telling y'all to listen up. Hello to the podcast, coming to you not live, but coming to you from the Philly Comic Con and sending big love. This is Sarah Callies. Bye. Hey, this is Steven Young. Hi to Sister Speak. Hey, what's up, Sister Speak? This is Lawrence Gilliard Jr., also known as Bob Stuckey on The Walking Dead. Just sending a shout out. What's up? Hi, Sister Speak. This is Alana Masterson from The Walking Dead. Denise Crosby from The Walking Dead, and I just want to welcome you to Terminus. Hello, Sister Speak. This is Jeff Cooper. Hey, it's Josh McDermott from The Walking Dead, and when I'm bored, I'm listening to Sister Speak. Hey, hey, hello, how are you? How's everybody out there in podcast land? This is Irony Singleton, a.k.a. T-Dog from The Walking Dead. Just want to give you a shout-out to the Sister Podcast Company. Thanks so much for all the love and support. Take care. God bless. Peace. Yeah. Hey, this is Ross Marquand. I play Aaron on The Walking Dead. You're listening to Sister Speak. Hello, this is Adrian Turner. I play Dwayne on The Walking Dead, and I just wanted to say, hey, Sister Speak. Sister Speak, this is Seth Gilliam from The Walking Dead. Plays Father Gabriel. Just wanted to say hello. Hi, Sister Speak podcast. This is Lenny James, play, who plays Morgan Jones. Hope all's well. Uh, hope you're having a good time. And now I'm going to stop. Bye. Hi, this is Tova Felchu. How are you, Sister Speak? And I'm here to tell you how much I love being on The Walking Dead as the head of Alexandria. Hello, everyone at Sister Speak. It's Kyla Kennedy, and I play Mika Samuels on The Walking Dead, and I cannot wait to listen to your podcast. Hi, Sister Speak. This is Ryan Charbonneau, and I'm here at Walker Soccer, Pennsylvania. It's nice to virtually meet you. Daniel Bonjour, I'm Aiden on The Walking Dead. Just want to say hi to Sister Speak. Hey, Sister Speak, this is Steve Coulter, Reg Monroe from The Walking Dead. Hope you're all doing great and keep watching. Hi, Sister Speak's podcast. <laughs> I'm Major. Sister Speak, I have nothing to add to this conversation, being not a sister or, well. A brother. Unless you're talking about me having brothers. And I do. I'm the whitest dude on the planet. That's all I got. You were some fine-looking woman in that room, I bet, though. Hi, I'm Caitlin Akon, and I play Enid on The Walking Dead. Hey, it's Jason Douglas uh, from The Walking Dead, and uh, this is a shout-out to Sister Speak, keeping it real. Hey, Sister Speak, this is Tom Payne, who Jesus on The Walking Dead. I hear you've been talking about me a lot. Y'all keep doing that, okay? Hey, sisters, this is Ray from Cali. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, you want me to do what? Chop off my child's arm. <laughs> Knigget, fuck you, okay? Um, everybody, I'm sorry, but it looks like we better start saying our prayers because tonight is the night we all gonna die before we wake.
Hello, sisters and fam. It's Jeff Grimes from House Baelish, and it's time for humans to bite back. Gah. This is Procrastinella, out here in these streets looking for the swagger of my baby daddy, Rick Panty Dropper Grimes. And until I find it, I don't want to watch this show no more. I don't want to watch this show no more. Hey, sisters. It's Shalita from Philly. Hey, King Ezekiel. Forget about Carol. I'll be your queen. Hey, hey. Hey, turn that down, man. Put on HBO. Westworld about to come on. This Robert from the Bay. Peace. Hey, sisters. This is Alex Tax, man. If you take from the well, replenish the well. And Carol... I'd like to talk with you for a few moments on how you can plenish my will. We're on the easy street, and you know it feels so sweet. And no one is but a treat when you're on the easy street. Brought to you by Taxman Productions. Hey, sisters and family, this is Lady Erin Middlefinger. Just wanted to call to say. Holy crap, you are creepy as shit. Welcome to Sister Speak The Walking Dead, where we discuss season seven of the AMC series The Walking Dead from a sister's point of view. I'm Sister J. And I'm Sister K. And welcome to episode 67. Let's get started. Okay. All right, welcome Sister Speak family. We are in our catch-up mode still. We late. And we are going to be talking about episode number uh, six, titled Swear, and episode number seven, titled Sing Me a Song. Mm -hmm. We're going to do another double feature. A double one. This ain't going to be that long. No, one of these ain't going to be long at all. Uh, do you even want, I mean, you said last time, adult beverage, you're doing the same shit every week. Yeah, What's but I'm drinking water today. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what happened today? Because I, I didn't drink en- enough water today, so I'm just drinking some water. All right. Oh, y'all. She just drinking water. That's something. <laughs> the worlds have collided. Well, I'm no. trying not to get sick, so. Oh, yeah. Hot mm-hmm. toddy will hook you up. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay, so let's get on to. Sw- well, I'm just drinking lemonade, so. It wasn't ever going to be. No you alcohol. always drinking lemonade. Yeah. I am this time. <laughs> so let's start with episode six titled Swear. Ooh, boring. Which I think will take us all of five minutes to talk about. Boring. Boring. First of all, I don't give a shit about these women. I don't either. I don't care nothing about them. Never they could all get bit for all I care. Thank you. Now, it was good to see where Tara went, her and Heath. No. But I mean, they just dropped the brother man off. Where he at? <laughs> Shit. First of all. The whole episode was about her. Where the fuck was he? First of all, I was instantly annoyed 
when I seen both of them mm-hmm. because he's still sporting this high motherfucking ponytail with some dreads with no corn road ponytail. Yeah. Now I ain't never in my days mm-hmm. seen a real man with some ponytails. Don't say a black man with corn some cornrows. Ponytail. Thank you. Wait, in a high ponytail. High ponytail. Now, I've seen black men with some braids, some dreads, and everything else pulled up, but not no high motherfucking ponytail. Well, but they'll just pull it back. They don't pull it up. They pull it back. <laughs> like at the nape of their neck. That's just pulling it back. <laughs> this, this food got pulled <laughs> got it pulled up. Now, what does that Wait, tell you? His ponytail <laughs> is higher than Tara's motherfucking exactly. ponytail. So, what does that tell you about Gimpy no. and Nikki's uh, point no, of view? No, it ain't even them. Shit. This is how the character was was drawn. But hey, and who drew the shit? I can't remember the. Yeah, name. that that Nick Tara fool. No, he didn't draw. It's well, um, it's that Gimpy one. Then. No, he didn't draw. He's a he's a showrunner. No, it's anyway. the other guy who drew. The comic. Anyway, they um, some fucked up mothers. I tell you that. Just Jay. Anyway, it's just I can't. I can't get past. <laughs> I mean, no, you know, I just can't get past. Right. It. I know everybody got to work. He's a good looking man. Yeah. And wait, how come they nappy and fuzzy? <laughs> Look, the shit is nappy and fuzzy. And then on top of that, he has done dip that shit in hot water to make it curl. <laughs> the shit is curled in the back. Hey, they don't know oh, nothing about, they don't know nothing about yes, no dipping in the uh, hot water. This feet <laughs> knows how you do with Kinegalon, okay? <laughs> 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 oh no! Yeah, because we know that's some connect line. Oh my Ooh, god! Lord have mercy! <sighs> Damn! I cannot handle it. I uh, am so annoyed with it, and I it don't is know annoying, why. Though. I cannot stop focusing on that. But the whole episode—well, the two pieces of episode we saw with him—I couldn't hang with it. And look at the internet! <laughs> look at the. <laughs> Yeah, he got some undernaps. Wait, but the undernaps even like a braid twisted. I don't even know what they try to do. I don't know what they try to do. (gasps) They need to quit. And then the whole scene after I finally was able, I had to rewind so I could understand what the fuck he was talking about because I was so focused on his damn high pony that. gosh excuse me then i was focused on what he was saying and it was just why why we been out here for two weeks and all we found was some nasty okra and whatever the fuck else i don't even know Mm. all he was doing was whining about how much how long they've been out there and how they haven't found nothing and everything is dried up and tara's telling him well but we can't go back we need medicine we need bullets I didn't give up rats. Hmm. And then when they found that bridge and whatever the fuck, I don't know where the hell were they even going. And she's pulling on shit without proper due diligence and shit. And then walkers yeah. come out. They acting like they brand new, can't get up, can't yeah. walk nothing. Yeah. 
It was annoying. And then he gets lost and she gets swept. Really? It was annoying. And then this this band of- Well, he doesn't get lost. They get separated. Well. And she uh, and she's tussling with this walker and she falls off this bridge. He get well, he lost to us because we don't see his ass no Yeah, more. we don't see him no more. The no. whole episode. No. And she's in this killer camp or wherever the fuck. You know, she ends up with these women. I didn't care one lick about I didn't care. one of them. None of them. There, one of them. It was so boring. And why are you going to feed this chick? And then, I don't know. I just did. The whole thing was stupid to me. So basically the whole episode is Tara <laughs> joining this killer camp. They tell him they kill everybody. They got away from Negan. They kill everybody who comes just in case they go and tell people where they at. But they let her go. And even though they're going to try to kill her later, but she's too far away, so they can't kill her. Yeah. And the other girl helps her get away. Really? It was stupid. It was stupid. And I liked Tara. That's the bad thing. I liked her as a character, but this made me go, I don't give a fuck, get bit too. So we don't have to have a whole episode. Why are we having a whole episode? This was more than a whole episode. Wasn't this 90 fucking minutes? (sighs) I don't think this was 90 minutes. Shit. No, maybe it was. Yeah. It was Our it 15. was more than an hour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was ridiculous. It was annoying. And I didn't care. That's the whole point. Minutes. Why introduce all these new characters this late in the game? Don't we have enough? We want to know about Daryl and shit. Yep. We don't care. Give a we fuck about see these people. Where little baby Carl went. Yeah. And where Jesus went. Yeah. We want to see where Rick and them at. We want to see Michonne. Yeah. What she got planned. We want to see Rosita because she just got done saying, build me a fucking bullet. Yeah. I want to see what she's doing. That was the stuff that was decent in that last episode. Exactly. That we want to see. And then you're going to take all that momentum and go and to put a it on screeching this. halt on this bullshit. And it didn't. First of all, the whole backstory shit didn't make no sense to me. For who? The girls? Yeah. yeah. It don't make no fucking sense. I mean, knowing what we know about Negan, hell, he know he didn't kill y'all, so you got to be somewhere. Yeah. They, you think they'd have been looking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that, that the whole story was weak. 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 <laughs> and all the little stealth and like, ooh, let me, let me go through the woods and and spy on him and then once once they fed her and shit and she's telling them the story and the woman say nah we don't believe you so she's trying to tell him and then well we'll we'll guide you to the bridge now even i knew when the bitch was saying that the head bitch when she was saying that i even knew oh yeah they're gonna take you out of the woods and off your ass yeah who didn't know that shit Ignorant. Uh, it was it was very lackluster. Very, very lackluster. lackluster. I agree. So that's about all I got to say about it. Thank you. I'm done. I don't care. <clears throat> and of course, she gets away. So poof. it yeah. was a whole waste of hour. Bas- basically, that's what I that's what I think. Mm-hmm. A waste. Well, so um, we're done with our recap of swearing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we we knew that one was going to be uh, quick. <coughs> But we mm-hmm. did have feedback. Oh, okay. From Swaya. Okay. 
And so uh, let's start with our first one, which is from Roxy. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Roxy. <clears throat> Hoping this goes through. It did. Okay, let's take a drink and get started. Mm-hmm. Page one of three. JK, which means joking. I just mm-hmm. love it when Sister J goes off. <laughs> <clears throat> Another filler episode. I like Tara. Okay, but she is a B-level character. And when does she get, and then she gets her own episode. Thank you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, he was in there for a second or two, but it was all Tara. Mm-hmm. I forgot what the Native American girl's name was. I think it was Cindy. Mm. I just hope that she can stay on the show. She seems interesting. I loved it when Tara threw the finger at the little girl. Kid or not, <clears throat> if you have the nerve to pull a gun and attempt to kill you, and if that wasn't enough, the girl spits at her. Hell, I would have spit right back at her, kid or not. <laughs> I would have smacked her in the mouth. <laughs> Shit. Spit on me. I don't know what Walking Dead is trying to pull here, but they are losing viewership. Yep. The premiere got around 17 million views. viewers. This latest, or last week, I forget, it is down to 11 million. Still great numbers, but they are dropping big time. <clears throat> I guess more people are watching Westworld over Walking Dead. Absolutely. Hello. I still have to get caught up on that show. I missed like three episodes. This past Sunday was great. Hope this one makes it through. As you know, I'm having issues with both Walking Dead and Queen Sugar. Can't wait to hear your take on this episode. See ya, Roxy. Thank you, Roxy. Thank you, Roxy. Yeah, I I have devoted my most of my analytical time and enjoyment time on Westworld. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'll be so late. <laughs> well, and we just... Because it's tedious to do this shit. Very tedious. hmm mm-hmm. anyway. And then she had another email, and this one is for um, the episode we did last time. So mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and read it. Okay. Uh, the only thing good thing about this episode was Jesus. Thank you, Jesus kicking ass. <laughs> yeah. Another uh, episode. Mm-hmm. I did like the plantation owner forgot his name calling Rick rich and he can never get Maggie's name straight. And he now wants to work things out with Sasha. What a dick. But that is what I like in him. He's a dick and he knows it. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. Oh Lord. Take a freaking drink. Enid and Carl. What the fuck? Yeah. Roller skating down. The- and that uh, <laughs> plantation owner, his name is Gregory. Gregory. Yeah. Well, he's not the owner. He's the leader. He's just the leader. But yeah. still, yeah, we knew who he meant. Uh, <coughs> Enid and Carl. What the fuck? Yeah, roller skating down the highway. What if a walker came? Neither one of them are good enough to get away from a walker on those skates. <laughs> roller blades, maybe. Thing that got me was that, yeah, Enid once again leaving the safety in Alexandria for the hilltop where she doesn't know where it is. She was going. I mean, I think she knows where Hilltop is. I think she knew where Hilltop was. And of course she is going to get attacked by walkers. Here comes Carl in a stolen car to save her stupid ass. And in the process, total the car. So now Rick and Em are down one car. Well, they seem to have plenty of cars. They sure do. Not to mention that once again, Sister Jane, (laughs) once again, no one is watching Carl and he is now gone. Yep. Rick is going to flip the fuck out. I can tell you what is going to happen without actually reading the comics. Jesus is going to escape, but Carl is going to get caught. So now both <laughs> Daryl and Carl are hostages of Negan, mm. which means they plan any plan that Rick, a.k.a. Rich, may have come up with will be delayed because Carl is in the mix. Well, as we are late, we already know. Yeah, we already Rick know. Rick didn't have that damn plan. 
Sorry, not feeling Maggie, aka Buffy Badass. <laughs> Sasha Micho- and Michonne are the real female badasses in the group. But once again, mm-hmm. Sasha is going to play second fiddle to Maggie. Sasha, Sasha will be Scarlett O'Hara looking after Melly and the baby. Yep. They better not do a Tyrese on Sasha, making her weak so others can be in the spotlight. Oh, you know that's coming. <clears throat> you know that's They haven't coming. done that so far, so I have hopes that they won't yeah, do that. Yeah, that's coming. Maggie is okay, but after the Beth thing and the sewer going to get Glenn all by herself, I am pretty much done with her. There is a great article in Forbes magazine about the decline of this show. I must say that I agree. Hope this message makes it through. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone who celebrates and say a prayer for the Native Americans in the Dakotas. Nothing ever changes. Roxy. Thank you, Thank Roxy. you, Roxy. Yeah, they freezing their asses off up there. It's cold every motherfucking way. Yeah, right but now. it's cold when you up in North Dakota and yeah. you got to protest and it's cold. It is cold. Shit. It is cold. Ev- well, it's mm-hmm. cold everywhere to me, but anyway. Okay. Thank you, Roxy. Okay, our next email is from Victor. Hey, Victor. Hey, Victor. Okay, he says, and we have the return of the fist pump. Bump. I am so, I was so impressed with this episode, though I know people will will be, all this episode is so boring. It was interesting to see how yet another community has been affected by the saviors. Mm. You were impressed? I didn't care. Some questions I would like your opinions on. One. Why the hell didn't Tara take that bag from the sand pile after all the trouble it caused? Don't know. And I don't even, oh, the bag that she took mm-hmm. down at first. Two, she made it back on foot before Heath, even though he had at least a four to five day head start. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Three, happy to see Tara didn't spill the beans on Oceanside to Suicide Sally, a.k.a. Rosette, Rosita. Do you think she will keep her word? Mm. I think she will. Uh, I don't think she's going to tell iffy. them. I don't know. I don't think she'll tell anybody. She doesn't have a reason to. Hmm. Uh, four. Will Oceanside join, for- join forces to fight Negan? Well, I mean, that is the only explanation as to why they even showed that shit. Yeah. That maybe they'll come together with all the rest of them. But I, who knows? Knowing the way they write this mess where it's all you know, spotty, who knows if that's what their plan is. Uh, Tara took the death of Denise, Dr. Denise better than I thought. I started out hating fist pump bump, but I'm slowly turning a corner to actually liking her, but I feel like she's going to head for Hilltop very soon. Well, that's it for me. Can't wait to hear your thoughts. Vic. And he's from the showdown and Miller times podcast. Yeah. Vic, <laughs> Victor has his own podcast, which is Thank awesome. you, Victor. Thank you, Victor. I, I don't know how you like this episode. It was boring. It didn't it make boring. no damn sense. Even the Walker scenes were to me like mm-hmm. generic. And mm. it just didn't have the flow that The Walking Dead has been having. Mm. I just didn't like it. It was boring as fuck to me. Boring. Boring. Thank you, Victor. Okay. Our next email is from Joe. Hey, Joe. Hey, Joe. Hi, lovely ladies. This is Joe from Detroit. I liked go-getters a lot. No tiger, but Sasha, Maggie, and Jesus acted and behaved in a way, well, that reminded me of why I love this show. 
I thought Sasha was going to knock Gregory out. Looked like it took all her strength not to. Yeah, that was that was a more decent episode. Mm. All that said, the show still has its problems. Like, did the saviors lock everybody in? That's what we think. Why didn't Carl ride the bike with Little Miss? I don't get her name on the handlebars. And the bag with roller skates was just too convenient. But it was cute seeing them together. Sadly, I think we won't have too many of these. But sorry if this is long as. Enjoy you ladies very much. Thanks for the awesome podcast, Joe. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. Yeah, that episode, Go-Getters, which was before this one, mm-hmm. was decent. Yeah, but it's okay. still, you know, we still had just a few people we were focused on. So it wasn't, you know, for that to be the most, one of the most decent episodes of the season, that ain't saying a whole lot. Because the rest of them ain't been that great. So thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. Okay. Our next piece of feedback is a voicemail and it is from Yam. Hey, Yam. Hey, Yam. Hey there, um, Sisters Peak and the wonderful Sisters Peak family. This is Yam from New Jersey. And I'm here to give you my feedback on last night, episode six. I think the name of the episode was Swear or something like that. Mm-hmm. Anyways, this is my feedback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I'm out. I know that's right, yeah. Oh, yes, Lord. It was so boring. It was terrible. It was so boring. It was amazingly boring. I mean, good grief. <laughs> even, which I know people will disagree with me, but even the hour and a half clear with Morgan and the cheesemaker was, wait, I liked that episode, but a lot of I people did didn't. So even that was better than that shit. Oh, yeah, that was good because it, we... It told Morgan's backstory, so that that's what that was good. This didn't do nothing. This didn't do shit. This didn't do shit. Nope. But introduce a bunch of women that we don't give a fuck about. <laughs> Show don't. No. Thank you, Gan. That's awesome. <sighs> that was good. That was yeah, a good that was sound good. effect. I'm gonna keep that one. Yep. <laughs> okay. Our next piece of feedback is from Rosalinda. Hey, Rosalinda. Hi, Rosalinda. Hey sisters, it's Rosalinda from Oregon giving some feedback for The Walking Dead Swear. First of all, drink, I've got to give my respect to Alana Masterson for running her ass off after just having a baby. Y'all know the last thing you want to do when you're newly breastfeeding is run on top of cars. Lugging them new mama titties around is no joke. Lord, I was so sad for her, though, when she struts her badass back home to find out that Negan done knocked the G and the A out of Gratum. And the E is a weepy mess. The M is gone and may have lost her baby and the R is up in her face all. So sorry for your loss, but give me some damn information. Not to mention she left Pussy Paradise for a girlfriend who got to a bolt in the eye And that asshole Negan took the ice cream maker, the booze, and burned her bed so she can't even cry it out in comfort. Damn, damn, damn. I'm cool with Rosita, though, even though she ain't got time for Tara's grieving. She's tough. She can take care of shit. She's mouthy, and right now she's pissed. I just hope her pride and her temper don't get her killed and that she stops fucking around with that Spencer trick dick. He's a trifling fool, and he's going to see Lucille soon. Rosalinda. Thank you, Rosalinda. Thank you, Rosalinda. 
Yeah, I, well, first of all, I didn't like this episode. I do like Alana Masterson though. And it's too bad they gave her, well, I mean, this is probably a good episode for her personally. It just was a boring ass episode in this, in the way they put it into the season. Um, but yeah, she comes home. Denise is dead. A whole bunch of other of their team members are dead. They done got all half their shit taken from Mm -hmm. them. I get that part. We could have done all this though in about 20 minutes and seen all that. (laughs) So, and yeah, Rosita didn't give a, she was like, okay, what happened? Tell me where you was at. What, what, what's the deal? And they never did address where the hell Heath was. So I guess we'll find Mm -hmm. that shit out later too. Hmm. Okay, our next piece of feedback is from Serge. Hey, Serge. Hey, Serge. Uh, hey, sisters. This was classic filler bullshit. I'm glad they wrapped it up in one episode. Serge in AZ. P.S. Gimpy and Kirkman, move this shit along and do whatever dumbass shit you're going to do already. Uh, agreed. Thank yeah. you, Serge. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, if they would have stretched this shit out over two episodes, oh no, we would not have well, been. But I don't see how they could keep stretching it for another whole season. I just don't. It's getting boring. It's getting repetitious. Yeah. Well, I mean, at this point, the only thing they can do is start trying to get Negan and kill up his people. That's all they can do. Thank you, Serge. Okay, our next email is from Procrastinella. Hey, Procrastinella. Hey, Procrasti. Is this shit over yet? Mm-hmm. Procrastinella channeling her any her inner bunny. <laughs> mm-hmm. P.S. Hope you sisters had a wonderful Thanksgiving. P.P.S. Has Sister J regained consciousness yet? <laughs> I don't think I've ever left feedback that short. <laughs> you sure haven't, Procrasti. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love it, though. Ain't nothing to say about yeah, this shit. Yeah, we like it short. Short and, and especially. Sweet. This was just, we've already said, it was just not good. Not good at all. We ain't got nothing to say. It wasn't even good as a filler. Nope. Mm -mm. About nothing. Okay, and our next email is from Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Hello, sisters and fam. And I think this one is about um, the Hilltop episode. Uh I've said it before and I'll say it again. Hilltop looks trashy. I don't think I would want to live in one of those side trailers. <laughs> you would think they would fix it up a bit. Zombies aren't using paint nor wallpaper and what else they got to do all day. It's not like they have to go into the office. They try to scrounge for food. And stuff. Yeah. I mean, two Maggie has done more in her two episodes this season than she's done since Terminus. Uh, you, you are mm. right. I didn't even recognize her voice when she first spoke. It's been so long. Three. I really like Enid. She doesn't get on my nerves like most angst-filled teens. That means she will die soon. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the podcast. Sir Jeff Grimes of House Baelish. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. And then he has a second one, which I think is for this one, Swear. Hello, sisters. I enjoyed this episode and I wasn't even drinking. Well, I did have a glass of milk. (laughs) I was hoping for some Amazonian women thing where the women of the village killed off all the men. But nope, it was just Negan being an asshole. Sir Jeff Grimes of House Baelish. (laughs) 
mm-hmm. thank you jeff thank you jeff yeah it, it, yeah you're right it was just some women running off from negan <laughs> and the saviors that's about it yeah their their whole backstory was boring i don't believe it nah nigga would have hunted their asses down yeah and especially knowing they got guns Mm-hmm. I think so too. Okay, and our last email for this episode is from Shalita. Hey, Shalita. Hey, sisters. Hope y'all are well. Here's my feedback for the last episode, and she's got a voicemail. Hey, sisters. It's Shalita from Philly. This is my Walking Dead feedback. It wasn't that it was bad per se, because Tara's fun and she cracks me up, but it, and it was still better than that crappy to sell we learned all about the white because who gives a fuck about the white but um it's just i don't like these stretched out stories bad. like this and we're all these different locations this is uh but at least we found out what happened to heath before he moves on to 24 as new jack flower and all that but it's it's just uh I like that that Cindy girl. She's all right, but that little Rachel girl, she she crazy. She homicidal. She too little to be homicidal. So, uh-uh. <laughs> um, and what was Negan? I mean, why did he think that killing all the men was going to solve anything? Because them ladies was like, oh yeah, so they got up and got about to dodge. I ain't mad at them. So he probably learned from that and changed his techniques. The next group he tried to strong arm into that intimidation, could be, that could be beating true, him and yeah. his people. But how does he do this? How, why are these people following him? Anyway, so it wasn't bad. It's just, I wouldn't say it was good, but it wasn't bad. You know, and like I said, Tara's always enjoyable. And I love that she gave that little psychopath the, the finger before she left. That was adorable. But <laughs> but it's just, uh And then you had Eugene, who I guess been crying since the season premiere. She couldn't even get home. Well, I guess it'd be better to find out before she got in the house and her her, her girlfriend ain't there. But still, jeez. But anyway, my prediction for this season is that the women are going to rise up. You got Rosita, Michonne, Maggie, Sasha, Tara now. You know, they're going to be running things and they will probably enlist the ladies at this place eventually. Oh, I hope not. We shall see. All right. Thanks, sisters. Can't wait to hear the podcast. Thank you, Shalita. Thank you, Shalita. Oh, I hope not. I hope not, too. I don't want to see these chicks anymore. I, I don't care. If you want to introduce another character, just introduce them. We, we don't need to see all this other mess. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, I don't care nothing about them. Mm-mm. And Shalita also says, I'm not quitting the show, but it has really gone downhill. Since the Westworld finale is this weekend, I'll be watching that live and catch The Walking Dead at 11. Until next time, Shalita. P.S. Where is my King Ezekiel? Mm-hmm. Let's get back to him and his fine self. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, they just kind of dropped him in there and that's it. That's it. That's all they, mm-hmm. I mean, because they've been so busy going to all these other damn places. That's the problem. So thank you, Shalita. Thank you, Shalita. Okay, so let's get into episode seven titled Sing Me a Song. Sing me a song. Okay. Most of the time, by the time you watch an episode, you you get a sense of the tie-in to the fucking title. I don't know what the hell this is. Most of the time, I'm not even paying attention to the title. Oh, I do. When I'm watching it for the first time, so. It don't I don't matter. know. I don't know what this. Whatever. Maybe. This was a better episode than the Tara episode. Yes, it me. was. Because we got to see more people. And oh, baby Carl. 
And our real people. Yeah, our real people. We start out watching Michonne walking down the road. Back past the mattresses as she walked past mm-hmm. the two episodes ago, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to figure out, okay, what's she doing? So the next time we see her, she's whistling and walking, which of course is calling some walkers to follow her. To her. Right, to her. And she's whistling the farmer and the Dale. Can, yeah. you, can you whistle that? No. Can you? <laughs> can you whistle it? Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> I can't when I'm laughing. Mm-hmm. That's why you trying to get me to whistle it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but while she was whistling, I was like singing it to myself. Oh, Lord. <sighs> so um, these two walkers come creeping up behind her. Mm-hmm. And she's just walking slow. She finally takes her little bag off. Gets out her katana and gets to slicing. Slicing. So the thing that got me about this scene that I was looking for later, which never materialized, which I thought was stupid, is that after she slices them, they make a point of showing her put her her katana down next to her bag Mm -hmm. and then dragging these walkers off to wherever she's dragging them to. Mm -hmm. And when she starts dragging, they... Take the camera and focus it on the walkie-talkie. On the walkie-talkie in her bag. In her bag. And I'm thinking, okay. So I'm like, oh shit, somebody's going to try to call her. Something's going to happen well, if she doesn't have her bag with her. I took it like that was for her to, you know, keep in touch with Rick. It is. He gave that to her two episodes right. ago. But, I mean, of course, we see it in, in the right next episode. He's still asleep, so hey. But no, yeah, the next scene you mean? Yeah, the point I'm making scene. is, Sister J. I know the point. No, you don't. Is that for them to focus on it the way they did? Yeah. Why did it had no effing significance to later in the episode because nobody was trying to call her. Ass. Nobody was calling her. So why even focus on it? Because that's that's how stupid. they do. That's how they do stupid shit. Thank you. Hello. You know. So while she's doing that, so Rick, do you want to? Well, okay, we're gonna go back and forth. We can stick with her. We can stick with Michonne. Okay. Yeah, because she don't see nobody else. Okay, well. We can stick with Carla now because we don't see right. him nowhere else. Okay, well, Michonne, she's dragging off this, this walker. And I'm thinking, why is she dragging it? Right. For what reason? Of course, it's leaking blood. We find out a little later, this chick, one of them Negan chicks, is driving this, this truck uh, down the road, probably going Michonne did it to make a barricade. She did. She, she, she has a whole barricade. bunch of them. A bunch. I mean, and these walkers are, are, are they're, they're like a bridge across the road. Laid out. Laid the fuck <laughs> out. And they just on top of each other. She killed a bunch. Yeah, she did. That was a lot of work. So that woman, the naked woman gets out of her truck. We don't know if she's a naked woman at the time. Well, kind of figured it. Who else out there? Anyway, she jumps out of her truck and she walks real close to him and just looking at him. And I'm thinking, well, you see him. Uh, and unless you are actually going to move, move him, him, why the fuck are you getting out your truck? Thank you. Because, you know, that's a setup. And she got her gun drawn, too. So I'm thinking, OK. But Michonne was stealthy. Hey, should Michonne be stealthy she like Jesus Anna with her pistol? No, with her katana. No, she, she had the gun. She, she had her katana oh. pointed right at that chick's neck and said, drop it. Well, in the car, she's got a gun, so I don't know. She took the chick's gun. Whatever. She told her. She said, drop the gun. 
Okay. And she put that chick back in the car. She got the gun upside the chick's head talking about, take Take me me to Negan. Negan. Now, oh, go ahead. Well, I'm just going to say, now, if somebody, I don't care how bad you think you are, but the point is your ass is motherfucking alone in your truck. And she going to try to drive slow and then stomp on the brake. What was I supposed to do? To throw her off so she can get away. Now, this is my question for you. Do you think this woman was trying to leave Negan? Yep. That's what I thought. Yeah. And that's why she didn't want to take her ass back. And that's why she was alone. And that's why she was alone. Mm-hmm. And that's why she was like um, trying to get away from Michonne. Right. Because she, because she had to turn back and go the opposite direction. Thank you. That she just came from right. to take Michonne to Negan. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I was thinking too. Uh-huh. Okay. She did. Yeah. And I think that's. Okay, so we'll go ahead. But okay. I think that's why what happens happens. Well, and and so she tries to do that. Of course, the gun drops and she's scrambling. But Michonne, of course, is formidable. This chick she's don't know fit, that. She's faster. She's faster. She get that gun. She, but Michonne grabbed that woman's hair and smacked her ass on the steering wheel. Mm-hmm. I was go. Oh, I was flinching because you know. Anytime you have stopped really quick or whatever, or somebody bump you from behind and you bump your head, or just even bump your arm or anything on that steering wheel, that shit hurt. How you know? Because it's happened to me. Mm. It hurts. But anyway. Anywho. So she drives her ass. She turns her little truck around and is driving her back to Negan's sanctuary. But when they get like, what? Close. Maybe about two, three blocks. Over the little hill. Yeah. But it looked like it was maybe two or three blocks away. Uh, no, look farther than that. Well, it, it was far away. away because they wasn't spotted. Right. It was more than blocks. It was right. Like two or three miles probably. And uh, so the chick says, uh, huh, there we go. There's too many of them. There's a whole bunch of people down there. You might as well don't even try it. Don't even try it. That's the last we see. No. Then, oh. Yes, the it is. Oh, the yep, rest be, is in the other one. Yeah, because the okay. rest of the the rest of that whole little little episode right. is in the finale. Is in the finale. Okay. Yeah. All so right. that was quick. That, was that quick. wasn't a lot of Michonne, but it was good Michonne. No. Now Rick and Aaron, they waking up by the time Michonne's killing them walkers, making her plan. They waking up and getting ready to go out. No, no. They already out. Well, yeah, that's They're true. They're in a box truck sleep. Sleep. And I was like, where the hell they at? <laughs> they in a box truck sleep, open up the box truck, and and they all you hear Aaron says, oh, I didn't see that last night. Yeah, that's true. And I'm true. like, well, what you see? Mm-hmm. And then they come back from commercial or another scene. Whatever. And then you see them uh, going into this gate that says, do not enter. Do not Stay enter. Stay away. Mm-hmm. Trespassing. I, I got weapons or some shit. Anyway, some shit. It, it's a big ass warning. Right. And I'm thinking, oh, Lord, here That's we go. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, shit. But in the meantime, also, we got them two saviors. They have camped out on the side of the road. We can stick with Rick and them, too, because don't, they don't cross anything else. Oh, okay. So, Rick and them, go ahead. Yeah. So basically, Rick, because we don't need to get in detail because it's kind of ignorant. It is. To me, it was ignorant. It's basically it, they're trying to find somebody with weapons, with a cache of weapons. That's true. And other supplies. 
and they've heard or i don't even know what how they even knew this shit was here i don't remember that part but they go to this dude's place that they know that they think there's this cash weapons oh i think it was because he found something written that's what it was he found something written out anyhow so it just so happens that all this dude's shit is on the other side of this pond, lake, whatever. It's on a houseboat. Full of nasty ass walkers. Mm-hmm. And the only boats, canoes, or whatever the fuck to get over there are full of holes. Yeah, but we don't know that on this episode. Oh, shit. Sorry. Yeah, see, we get them all mixed up because, you know, we late. late. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, where do we start? Well, so for this episode, we stop when they're traipsing through this guy's property. And you know how big farmland property, they have like little structures here and there, but they have like rusted out equipment and rusted out cars and shit. Then they come up on the big ass sign and the big ass sign is letting them know all the stuff that he's got stashed away in the houseboat oh, my but God. because because it says and if you re, if you got this far without being shot that must mean i'm dead yeah i must be dead yeah i must be dead see so they already know it's a cash full of shit mm. but then when they get to the uh, to the clearing they see it's in a houseboat which is on the other side of the lake but there's a Full whole bunch of walkers, walkers in the water where it ends on them this is where it ends on okay. them. Yeah. And th- okay, I got a question now. Did we have another episode discussion about how come, why come, why come them walkers is floating in the water? Wouldn't they sink? That's see, that's what. Yeah, we have had that conversation. I think it wouldn't was on, they sink? I think it was on Fear of the Walking Dead. We had that. So how come they floating up on the water? I don't know. That's a good question. Because they ain't tall enough to reach the bottom. No. See. I don't think so, but I, I don't get that part. How can a zombie is, swim? Thank you. That's what I'm saying. How do you know how to swim? Well, hello. <laughs> I, damn, I mean, they would have no to sense. be treading water the whole time. The, well, they unless, are. They unless, were thrashing. Unless the zombie is holding on to something that's floating. Them. I don't see how they would be able to float by themselves. Exactly. Well, uh, hey, when they looked out on that water, them zombies is but thrashing around in the water. They don't breathe, and so they don't have water going in them. But they ought to be synced down in there. The only there. reason you would sink is if you were taken in water, though, isn't it? No. Uh, if your uh, ass can't swim, you're going to sink. You got to know how to tread water do something. Well, that's what I think. I mean, anyway. you can float. There is such a thing called floating on the water. Yeah, but that's... But, but that's a conscious effort. Like you got to make an effort to lay, sure lay on your back re- and float. I'm sure there's a reasonable explanation. We just don't know it. Well, hey, any, any, any little, family out there know, yeah. let us know. There is another um, zombie film. I can't remember which film it was where these zombies are crossing the river and they actually walking on the bottom of the river because they don't breathe. So, exactly. You know, and they don't float. Well, and and even, even that would make sense that, yeah. you know, they look out but, and, and the water looks calm and they get go, go in the water and then all of a sudden stuff is reaching for them. That would make more sense. Yeah. But these zombies just floating on the water. Yeah. And if they could float, then that means you could walk across that pond. If they're <sighs> able to reach the top. But they couldn't do it that way because then that wouldn't make sense for the episode. Anyway. So that's All why. right. Anyhow, okay. that was I was like, whatever. They're just running around the fucking jungle, the the woods and mm-hmm. shit. Okay, let's get to Rosarita. 
Yeah, and Rosita, Eugene, because that was short too. And Spencer a little and, bit, and Father and, Gabriel yeah, a little bit. Spencer and okay, first of all, they at the gate, and and Rosita's trying to leave with right, Eugene. With Eugene, and Eugene's trying to tell her, "Look, I know what you want to do and everything, but I don't want to go." I don't want to do that. I done mapped out where we need to go forage and stuff. And she said, I ain't doing that shit for that pendejo. <laughs> she said, Cadron. Oh, cabron. but she says, I'm not doing that. And so Spencer is, 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 uh, lurking, lurking, Thank telling you. her, well, look, uh, you can't go out there. What do you mean? You're not going to do that. We we have we to do have that to do because that. of Rick. Rick done made we us have, have to do to that. Forge for them. And then Father Gabriel saying, "Look, we all, we all need to go together." Huh? Ro- Rosarita opens gate. Say, "Come on, Eugene." No, she tells she tells Spencer. Look, he's like, "Well, after all we've been through, mm-hmm. she's like, look, you do." She's like, "Yeah, I'm sure you have a whole cash full of shit." Out there, just ready for you to go and produce it for Negan. Mm-hmm. You go do that and leave me the fuck alone, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She hostile. She, yeah. I don't blame her because he's a punk. He is a punk. And then her and Eugene leaves. And then they leave. And so Father Gabriel is with um, Spencer. Yeah. And Spencer in the car asking Father Gabriel, this irritated the fuck out of me. Thank you. He's asking Father Gabriel, is think, of, think about it, somebody is saying, and of course, uh, Gabriel's telling him no, that the thoughts aren't aren't a sin. He he talking about he hate Rick. Well, I hate Rick because no, he's he jealous of here, Rick. Everybody has died. He's caused my mama to die, my brother to die, my mm. daddy to die, and he's the one who caused this shit with Negan. Well, we could have just made a deal. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't he leave his brother to die? No, that no Spencer. No, it wasn't Spencer. Oh, I thought it was. Was it? Yes, it was. No. Yeah, it was. No, I don't think so. And uh, 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 and it's Spencer Spencer was the cause of his, because there's an older brother, too, other than the one that died in that little shop. Because Spencer was the one that abandoned him. Remember that? that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, he's a punk ass. It don't matter because I don't care about none of these fuckers. He's a punk ass from way back. So Father Gabriel finally tells him, look, stop the car. No, no. What he said, wait, no, back up. Mm -hmm. The reason he stopped the car is he says, look, Father Gabriel's trying to defend Rick, first of all. Yeah, he is. Which I'm still a little side-eyeing him, but I'm not as annoyed (laughs) with him. He's like, look, I understand but Rick has saved most of us. He he probably caused people who would have died not to die. Mm-hmm. That shit was going to happen anyway. Mm-hmm. Rick is, an, is a good man. He's doing what he's doing for us all. Mm-hmm. And <coughs> Spencer's like, yeah, but nah, everything has died since he got here. And the only and I only think the only good thing that would happen is he don't come back. If somehow you don't get back, yeah, he said That's if you don't what make God, it back. Father Gabriel says. Okay, stop the car. Stop the car. He says, now, what you just said makes you an asshole. I'm getting now. I'm going to head on back. Mm-hmm. But he tells him something like, and I can't remember exactly what the words are. He tells him something like, but it was just the way he was staring at him. He was telling him something like, but you don't have to be an yeah. asshole terminally. Yeah, it's not terminal. It's not terminal. You can change. Unless you want it to be. Right. And he gets on out the car. Yeah, he strolls his ass and he back says, to Alexandria. I, I'm going back. Yeah, he walks on back. He said, I'd rather brave 
This mofo. Well, but I did notice because uh, on my second viewing, because I did watch it more than once. On my second viewing, I did notice, though, because first thing I thought was, what you mean you cannot kind of go and walk back? But he had a big-ass knife. Well, yeah. He had but that still, big-ass knife with him. He'd rather walk all the way back mm-hmm. through the woods than be in the car with Spencer one more minute. One more minute. And I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So then Spencer gets out the car. And he goes into the woods. And why was he running in the woods? I don't know. Did he that hear was, something or something? Stupid. I mean, it didn't make sense. It why didn't he make was any running. sense no. as to okay. He gets out of the car. First of all, why the fuck was he getting out of the car if he wasn't going to walk back too? Number one, and number two, he's just kind of looking around. And all of a sudden, he takes out. But he takes out running. I know through the woods, and I'm thinking, oh, what the hell? Why are you running? Why are you running? I don't know. Shit. Anyway, he finds this. Hunter up on one of those deer, whatever they call uh, it. I don't know what they're called, but they're called something. It's like a deer sighting. Yeah, whatever. you know, where you get way up in the With tree. With a crossbow. Yeah. And this dude has died. He's a walker, and he's stuck mm-hmm. up there, tied in because I guess they tie themselves in so they don't fall. Mm. And so Spencer says, "Oh, he just happens to okay. have." I a got a question. Anchor. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I got a question. If you tie yourself up there so you don't fall, how the fuck he ma- he's a walker then? How do you get a, get to be a walker? You got to be died. Picked. He died on, up there, obviously. Oh. He died. Okay. And now he's a walker. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's, that is the least of the question. Because mm. everybody for- who dies turns. I forget that. Yeah. yeah. I forgot that part. That shit don't even matter. That is you thinking too much about this old random ass walker. What I want to know is how did Spencer have a fucking pulley rope anchor thing that he could sling up there and pull that crossbow down? Oh, Lord. Because he, he had to get the crossbow. So anyway, he he pulls it down, but then that makes the whole little uh, platform fall and the walker ends up kind of sliding out. Falling all down and splashing and shit. And splashing his blood. I didn't give a fuck. I was like, bite him, bite him, bite him. He didn't bite him, no. He just splashed him with a bunch of blood. But obviously, or evidently, not only did Spencer get the crossbow, but he got a list. A a list of this fool's supplies. Thank you. Yeah, so damn. That might have been the fool who ricked them that house at. Could be. Because who would have a list of all that shit? Yeah, could be. Could be. Who That's knows? the last we see of his ass until they, he returns back to back Alexandria. To yeah. And when he whistles for the gate to be open, they open the gate. And who there? Yeah, Negan there. Ain't no Alexandria and opening the gate. It's no. And them Negan dudes. One of them saviors. Yeah, one of them saviors. So that was kind of yucky. All right, Ro- uh, Ro- um, Rosita and Eugene. Rosie, Rosita, they and Eugene. go back to the armory, little foundry, foundry place. place where he was going to build the bullets for you mm-hmm. for uh, Abraham. Abraham. But when they get there, he's changed his tune. Um, I don't want to do this. He has changed his tune. I don't think we should do this. I think because he feel guilty about Abraham. But I mean, look. I mm-hmm. get you feeling guilty, mm-hmm. but still, you need a bullet. You need more than one. He's like, action. it ain't gonna work. This, you know, I don't think you should even try. Mm-hmm. She said, "Make me the damn bullet." I asked make you to make me, me the damn bullet, bullet, and you need to make me the damn bullet. 
He's still protesting. Mm-hmm. She finally says, look, mofo. She broke <laughs> it down. She did. <clears throat> she says, you ain't about shit. You ain't done shit. And the only reason your punk ass is alive is because Abraham. you lied. And Abraham got, and me, because they were together at the time, got you this far. So That's true. You need to make something of yourself. Do something. Make your fucking self useful and make me the motherfucking bullet. <laughs> so he got his little feelings hurt. He did, but she was right. Dark, thank you. She was. I mean, he was feeling guilty and, and rightly so. Yeah. He didn't do nothing. It ain't his fault that Negan is crazy. Anyway, he makes her damn bullet. He makes her the damn bullet. And th- then he one tells her. fucking bullet though. Right. That's all he got. That's all she had was one shell casing. That's true. And then he says, okay, let's get back to awkward silence. And he walks on off. I think she was feeling bad for talking shit. Well, him. yeah, because she was trying to apologize. She said, no, you ain't sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you meant all of that You meant all that you shit. You meant all of it. She sure did though. So that's when. But she's taking her shit out on him though. Yeah, she is. But that's when she and Eugene kind of meet up with Spencer coming mm-hmm. back too. And they all, you know, are at the gate. Walk in. Walking in. And, and the gate opens and they see that Negan's there or his people are there. Yeah. All right. Let's get to the best part of the The thing. best part is is the little whole. Baby Carl. Little baby Carl and Jesus. Yep. Okay. Little baby we Carl. We don't hardly see Jesus much. Well, but hey, yeah, we see him enough. Um. Little baby Carl and Jesus are in the back of this truck still. And the two little Negan henchmen, they have stopped the truck and parked on the side of the road. Cause I think they're waiting for a horde to go by. Yeah. There's a horde up ahead. And rather than to encounter them, I guess they, uh, cause they got supplies and shit. They just waiting until they cross on into the woods. I guess so. That's what it was. Uh-huh. So I guess they didn't want to tear up the truck. Right. And they probably didn't want to use no bullets neither. Right. See? So, and they're just like taking a rest. And then finally the the horde is, is moved on into the woods. So they're saying, let's go. And then you can see the back of the truck where Carl, uh, little baby Carl and Jesus are in the back. Yeah. Jesus is so smart though. He takes him a bottle of syrup. As they're driving. As they're driving. Yeah. And he's spilling out that syrup and Carl's looking at him like, what, what, what you the doing? What are you doing? He said, hey, I'm marking the trail. Yeah. He's Ain't like, that I'm, smart? Yeah, it was smart. It was very smart. I said, go ahead, Jesus. He's like, I'm, I'm marking our way back. I'm marking the way back. Yeah. That was very mm-hmm. smart. But first of all, before he did that, he cut the bottom of that liquor box. Yeah. He, he just, he just cut a little perforation in it. So therefore, once they lift it up, see, it'll break. That was mm-hmm. smart. <laughs> Because they're going to be mad. Mm-hmm. They're going to be mad. So, anywho, so then after he empties that bottle out, mm-hmm. he tells Carl, look, we're getting close. I think we need to jump out mm-hmm. and then follow the rest of the way on foot. Mm-hmm. Which is which is a good point. Yeah. And Carl's like, what? He's like, yeah, we need to do it. He's like, well, I don't know if I could do that. And and Jesus says, yeah, it's real simple. We'll be in their blind side, which I didn't get that part. I'm well, like, because there's other trucks. There's other vehicles. Blind, not, not when it's driving, though. You'll see later. Anyway, so Carl's basically playing dumb like, well, you show me first. And mm-hmm. I was thinking, okay, now, 
That's a little well, bit Jesus strange. tells him, okay, all you got to do, he said, most people just try to try to jump. He said, but yeah. you got to jump and roll or run. Right. That's what you have to do. And that, then he says, we come up on a blind spot because there'll be other vehicles to, to, to block their view. See? And he runs right behind a, a structure. Whatever. The bottom line is, Carl says, <laughs> show me first. Jesus jumps out, waits for Carl, and Carl just looks out the back and waves at him. Like, and waves at him. Bye. I said, Lord, I have said, mercy. Damn, Carl. Carl. That baby Carl. Shit. This was a good part of the episode, though. This was good. So then little baby Carl goes to the back of the truck, grabs a machine gun. One of them AR-15s. Arms that sucker and just lays in wait. <coughs> Excuse me. And I wasn't expecting this. Me either. So I'm nervous and shit. Because <laughs> I'm thinking this is how these motherfuckers will probably do. Kill our little baby Carl. They bet not. So he's back there. One of the saviors comes and starts unloading, starting to try to unload well, the well, truck. Well, first of all, he can hear Negan's voice. Yeah, Negan's he- talking about let's unload this truck mm-hmm. so I can go in and relax. Mm-hmm. And this dude gets in the truck and starts to unload that box that hey, uh, that with, Jesus with the liquor cut in open. it. Remember, Gregory gave right. him the liquor. It it falls all down and breaks. He's like, "What the fuck?" And baby Carl shooting. Baby Carl, he looks up and sees Carl. He starts shooting. I said, "You go, little Carl." Carl done killed up two but of then, them. Then this is where he made a little mistake. Yeah, he comes out talk about I want Negan. I he killed my friends and ain't nobody else gotta die. Mm-hmm. So here come Negan, and of course you notice he walking behind all the behind people. his people, right? Yeah, doing that fucking whistling and grinning. And he's shit. talking about, "Ooh, you are so adorable!" And then he go move somebody in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Damn, Negan, you're supposed to be brave." <laughs> no, he's a punk. Yeah, he is. He's a punk. Mm-hmm. So, of course, while Carl is looking at Negan. With his one little eye. Mm-hmm. One of them tries to bum rush him that he shoots. And then here comes, uh, what's his name? Dwight. Dwight. Nasty ass Dwight. Yep. And he tackles Carl and puts the gun up in his face. But Negan was telling him though, ooh wee, I'm scared of you, boy. He's like taunting him, you know. Mm-hmm. And and Daryl's over in, in, in his dirty, nasty clothes with the big old A on it. Yeah. Fucking with these walkers. Look mm-hmm. uh, walker moat. Mm-hmm. Which they pan through, which still is nasty. Yeah. Well, well Negan has told him, oh, let me give you a tour. Oh, yeah. damn. Oh. So I was like, well, damn. Then I'm glad says, mm. that he didn't do nothing to Carl at that point. Yeah. But I was still thinking, okay, so Carl, you fucking caught up. Yeah. This ain't going to be good. This is not going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. So I was already kind of like, but already just in that five minutes mm-hmm. was way better than all that shit with Tara. <laughs> with the whole 90 minute episode of Tara. And then ocean. it wasn't 90 minutes, but oh, it was an was hour it? and like 10 minutes. Yeah. And all them, what, Oceanside people or whatever the whatever fuck the they fuck are. They were. Yeah. I don't care about them women. Anyway, so Negan's taunting Carl, telling him, come on, uh, mm-hmm. take my hand. I'll help you up. And he's talking about, mm, you give me the stink eye just like your daddy. They <laughs> <laughs> could shut the hell up, nigga. That was funny. <laughs> I thought that was funny. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. I mean, he still is annoying as fuck. Uh, he was he doing is. this bobbing and weaving. Bobbing and weaving. I can't stand that shit, though. He was doing if it. If he lot. would just stand there yep. and deliver his lines, but all that shimmying, dipping, dipping and dippity doo dah. Dipping stuff. it and doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. I hate that. And then he tells Carl, really? You're going to piss me off after you just killed two of my people? Two of my folk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Negan is telling Dwight to get... Uh, Daryl. To, to get Daryl and, and take him to the kitchen. Yeah. Because they're going to make him chop up a bunch of shit. Get, get him some food. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm going to give Carl here a tour. And I'm not going to get to screw none of my wives today. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, wives? Well, yeah. And Damn. plus, he's looking right at Dwight. Of course. Dwight. You know, and then he goes, well, maybe one of them. Yeah. And looking right at Dwight. Now, that I like, too. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't was, like Dwight. <laughs> He was screwing with him. I like that part because so, I didn't like Dwight. He takes he takes a, a little baby Carl inside. He said, "Come on, I, I'm gonna show you something." And he goes into this warehouse part up on this landing. All these people in the warehouse is like preparing stuff, I guess. Or mm, they're just there. Well, no, they're working or whatever. They're sorting out all the stuff that they because you know they get hauls from. From, from different places all the time and, and, and everything. And as soon as he comes in there and is standing at that railing, all them people stop what they're doing and bow, bow down, Kneel. get on their knees. Kneel down. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, shit. I know. Ugh. And so then he was like, I don't even fucking know. He talks about, we got a good haul today. We've gone out in the world and we've gotten things produced for us. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to get to have fresh veggies, veggies today without using any points. Without using any points. And everybody's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Enjoy mm-hmm. because you guys have been doing what you should be doing. Mm-hmm. And then he looks over at Carl says, see, that's respect. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, he, like, and then oh he tells them, look, Lord. they still on their knees, ain't they? Mm-hmm. Uh, All the while, he's grinning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of which, you know, I mean, that's okay because at least he was trying to, you know, prove to Carl, hey, look. But he does it too much, so the effect is not effective. That's true. You know, it's mm-hmm. not effective anymore when he does it. That's if he true. would just do it sparingly. Then the shit would make sense. That's true. So and then he go ahead. So then he takes Carl to the wives' room. Yeah, and there's a whole bunch. There's at least of eight, nine of women them bitches in there. I'm like, damn. And he's talking about, oh, you can go ahead and look at their little titties. Oh lord. So then he talks to Sherry. Isn't that her name, Sherry? Mm. Dwight's Dwight's wife, chick, whatever. She's his wife for <clears> real. <throat> and he's like wife can i talk to you for a minute mm-hmm. and she's over there consoling one other girl amber so he comes in there and says oh so what have you and amber been talking about and she's mm-hmm. like what's done when you're not here isn't your concern or whatever the hell that phrase is then let me tell you what problem i got with this scene i don't like scenes where you're supposed to be looking at somebody because they talking to you and your eyes are moving back and forth and back and forth what the fuck is that that people was so annoying that. to me. Ooh. People look at people. Some people focus on one eye, the other eye, the mouth, the oh, eye, the other that. eye. 
That happens in all kinds of TV shows. Yeah, it's annoying to me. Because when you're staring at somebody, you ain't you ain't looking back and forth and back. Oh, hell no. Yeah, you do. No, you, you don't. each other's eye or eat the other eye. Mm. I usually look at people's mouths. I don't know why. Mm. I tend to focus on their mouths. Mm. But anyhow, so. I found it annoying. I didn't even notice. And distracting. I didn't even notice that. Yep. And first of all, he's too damn close. And she too damn he's close. He's always close up in people's face. Have yeah. you noticed that? Always. Mm. So he's saying, so, do you know anything about this, this, uh, what well, shit, what was it? Not a run. This, um. Amber and Mark. No, no, no. Mark was supposed to be on walker duty or something. Yeah, some he, kind of detail he, that they yeah, call it. He, and he left the duty to go be with Amber. Mm-hmm. And that's why that little horde shit happened. Yep. And, he, and so she's like, well, go easy on her. She, she, you know, she just made a mistake. He's like, well, have I ever hit any of y'all? Why are you even saying that? Mm-hmm. And she's like, there's worse things than that. Mm-hmm. And you know, you do it. Yeah, it was, it was boring. That whole conversation. She's boring too. Well, I wanted to know what they were getting to. Cause I didn't get it at first. <clears throat> so then he takes his beer and has Carl hold it. And he goes and talks to Amber and she's mm-hmm. crying. And he's like, now, um, why are you crying? Force, <laughs> I don't force no one to be where they don't want to be. Mm-hmm. So you need to decide, do mm-hmm. you want to be here or do you not? Because there's one thing I will not tolerate. And what is that? And she's like, cheating on you. you. I'm thinking, Oh Lord, <sighs> it was so annoying. It was too much talking. It was annoying, but it was too much talking mm. and grinning in her fucking face. Yeah. And once again, too fucking close. <laughs> Back the fuck up. I'd be dead, though. You would be. I would be because you the first already. thing I would have said, Back the fuck up off me. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got to be that close. I can hear you from across the room. You ain't got to get in my face. <laughs> and, and, and he would have lucilled me. <laughs> But you know what? Oh, Before he got me good, I, I, hey, I would have kicked him in the balls or something. You would have tried. I would have done you know, it. I think he probably would have been anticipating it. No, I don't think so. But anyway. Oh, that's funny. But And wait a minute. While we at it, before we go, <laughs> another thing. There was too much in all of his scenes of showing his flat ass. Thank you. That was just too much of it. You ain't got Did to I show his whole, his whole back view, y'all. <laughs> Thank you. That's what I've been Shit. telling you. Shit. That's what I've been telling Damn. you. Damn. That's what I've been Because it was, it was real noticeable, too. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So he's threatening the girl. He's and, saying, know, well, look, if you don't want to be here, I can send you guys all on the same job. He said, I can of- send you back with your mama and your brother. <clears throat> yeah, and there's plenty of openings. And she's like, no, 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 I'll stay. So I wanted to know what the fuck well, What job it? they got. Thank you. It could be that they wanted them walkers chained up outside. Oh, that could be. Now, that's what I, I thought. That. That's what I thought. <clears throat> Excuse mm-hmm. me. I didn't think about that. Because there's a bunch of them. There's about 20 of them outside. Mm-hmm. Chained up and stuff, and yeah. they just, you know. I didn't think about that. <clears throat> so then, um, she says, no, she'll stay. And he's like, good. Mm. And then he goes back over to Sharon and says, see, I wasn't hard on her at all. And he makes this joke. And she's like, you're an asshole. And he says, yeah, I know, but you still like me. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, maybe she does like him. Well, she does. Mm. 
Because she just sat there looking at him. Although mm-hmm. sometimes she looks scared of him, but then other times she looks like she does like A him. lot of women, that they're like that. They're like so that. then he kisses her. And plus, she's the queen bee. <laughs> he kisses her, and she's kissing him. And then here comes Daryl and Dwight. And Daryl's carrying his cheat, uh, tray full of food. Yep. Fruit. Looked like fruit, cheese, and vegetables diced up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, nasty-ass Dwight is staring at them kissing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he did that shit on purpose. Of course he did. So he goes and eats some of that fruit, and then he tells Carl to tow the tray. And Carl and Daryl are looking at each other. <coughs> Excuse me. And then he takes Carl with him and tells Dwight, to go get the furnace ready. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, and, and, well, but uh, Daryl says, if you heard him, he said, wow. He said, you don't get to talk. And he tells him, look, unless you want me to put this toothpick in mm-hmm. Carl's little Good other eye, eye yeah. I'm thinking you asshole. Mm. Yeah, I know. Anyway, that's all right. I don't like Little it. baby Carl. I know. I didn't like. Anyway, he tells Mm-mm. him to go fire up the furnace. He said, "Go get the I'm furnace like, ready. Oh, I'll be down there." No, and I didn't know what he meant. I, it, I it, thought it was going to be for Carl. Well, I did too, but I, I didn't know Carl. what he meant though with by the furnace and stuff. I thought, "Oh shit!" Well, I did get? because they showed Dwight's old uh, burnt up face right after. He yeah, said but it. see, I just didn't correlate it yet. Yeah, but anyway, anywho, and then that that what's her name? Whatever that host, ho is. Um. She's staring at Daryl. Why should I be a hoe? Cause she is. No, she's not. Anyway, she's forced. Uh, yeah. Uh huh. Anyway, <clears throat> now not forced, forced, but coerced into. Obviously, she's looking at Daryl. Daryl's looking at her. Like you be. Well, and then I didn't get this part where then she runs to get her drink and crying and shit. And I'm because, like, well, because she knows because of what she, because of what she and Dwight did. That's the only reason Daryl's there. Cause she done told him that before and she feeling guilty. Oh yeah. Yeah. Whatever. She feeling guilty. So anyway. So then Negan takes, so before they get to the furnace, Negan takes uh, Carl, Carl to his bedroom. Chambers. And I'm thinking, well, what the fuck you doing in the bedroom? Thank, that's what that's I said. That's the first thing I thought. I said, oh, hell no. This ain't going to be like them motherfucking claim dudes, is it? <sighs> oh, no. man. I was almost too Although through. he did have a sitting area on one side of yeah, it. Yeah, so he did. Yeah. He did. So he so. told Carl to sit down. He sat down. He started talking about, you know, you know, there's going to be some consequences because you killed two of my men. Mm-hmm. He starts talking and he goes, oh, wait, wait, wait. I can't stand it. It's like a present at Christmas. I need to see what's underneath the bandage. And I was like, look, motherfucker. Well, well before he got to that, though, he he's really letting Carl know that, you know, he he admires him because Carl is badass, even though Carl's a kid. But he's badass, and he likes that. But because Negan is the kind of person that he is, as far as with that, like, like that psychological, mental type torture, that's why he's doing that shit. Well, anyway, so mm-hmm. he tells Carl take off the bandage, and Carl tells him no. He tells him no, and he says, "You killed two. And this is when he gets serious, and he's not grinning. Well, first he's uh, um, you first killed of all, two of my men. Well, he tells him that after he tells him, damn, that's what I like, that badass, you know. Mm. 
Sister J, you're interrupting me for bullshit Mm-mm. parts that don't even matter. You just already said that. Yeah, it does, because he, he admires Carl. We already know this. That's why he ain't killed his ass yet. Anyhow, Carl tells him no. He gets pissed, tries to jump bad, and not he's actually not grinning. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you really want to refuse me right now? You mm-hmm. killed two of my men. Mm-hmm. Take it off. And so Carl, you can tell he's like, he don't want to, but he, he does. Yeah, well. So he takes the bandage off, but his hair is covering it. So then Negan tells him, move your hair. And ooh, this now, I will say this. This was some good special effects. It was good because it was nasty. That shit was nasty. But Negan made it even worse taunting him like ooh, that. Ooh, look at your socket. I can see all the I way you see your socket. socket. That's some nasty shit. Mm, mm, mm. And poor little baby Carl is I crying. Know. I know. I know. Now, this is my question for you. Did you think Negan felt bad? Yeah. That Carl was crying? I think he did because <laughs> because he likes Carl. Because he likes Carl's gumption and stuff. Even though he's still going to taunt him and everything. I think he genuinely did feel bad. Because he said, oh, you know what? I... I forget that you're only a kid, see? And I think he does forget that Carl is still just a kid because Carl is is so much more badass and mature <coughs> than even some of the men around him because he t- says, yeah. you know, I forget that you're just a kid because Carl... Hey, he says that later, though, I think. He says that after he talks about the right. mama. But, uh, yeah, he really does, I think, genuinely feel yeah, bad. So that's what I was wondering because I couldn't quite tell if he was just trying to be cute or no. if he was serious. I think he really felt bad for real <laughs> for just a, a split second. But because he is Negan and he he is the the leader and he does sup- and he's got to do something with him mm-hmm. because he did kill two of his men. Right. Then he's got to do something. Yeah. But I think he really did forget. And, and he, he probably would have went further, but then that little do fat come Jerry in. or fat jo- Jerry, fat Joseph, Joe or something. Fat Joe came in with Lucille <clears throat> telling him you left it in the truck. He's like, what? I ain't never done that before. <laughs> he mm. says, did you take care of her? He's so stupid. And fat Jerry is just, or Joseph is just sitting there like, uh, yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. Did you stroke her? Or whatever the fuck he said. And then when he finally tells fat Jerry to leave and Carl's going to him like, what the fuck is he? doing mm-hmm. he just looks at carl and says see busting your balls that's mm-hmm. called busting your balls your daddy should have been teaching you that men just bust each other's balls mm-hmm. all the time. <coughs> so at this point he's got lucille and he's like hmm so what do you do for fun what hobbies do you got and carl's just looking at him like what what the fuck are you talking about hobbies yeah what i've been on the fucking run for i don't know how long <laughs> no but he didn't say that though he just no, said like, what the look on his face what he's like you know do you like do you like music what's your mama singing what's your daddy play on the radio Mm -hmm. i don't think carl even remember oh now i get it that's when he said sing me a song that's oh yeah oh yeah now i get it okay he said sing me a song Mm -hmm. and carl's like "I i can't he's like sing me a song he starts to get badass again Mm mm-hmm so he's standing up practicing swinging like like you uh like batters do when they're warming up to play baseball. 
while Carl's trying to sing. And that thing is whizzing. Whizzing. That Lucille is whizzing through the air. And stops singing, You Are My Sunshine. <laughs> uh-huh. And he's like, don't stop. Don't get distracted. Mm-hmm. Keep on going. Mm-hmm. So Damn. poor little baby Carl singing. I know. And he's choked up. Yeah. So then Negan asks him, that was nice. He says, did your mama sing that to you? And then he didn't say, Carl didn't say nothing. He goes, where is your mama? Mm-hmm. Is she gone? Is she dead? And no. Carl says. He just says, where's your mama? Or what happened Carl to your said, mama? Yeah, what happened to her? That's what he, he said. He said, dead. I killed her. He said, I shot her before shot she. Her. And, you know, he was going to tell her before she turned. But he said, oh. And that's when I really think he, he was. I really think Negan was genuine and feeling sorry for Carl just a teeny bit in that moment. Just in that moment. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. And, and that, but he did Try to make a joke with him. He goes, yeah. damn, no wonder you're a little serial killer in the making. Yeah, that's what he is. But you know what? We knew that, though. Carl would put a cap in your ass. Quick. And Carl was kind of like, not crying, but you could tell he was like shaky and stuff. Yeah. And so the Negan, you could, I think he was trying to change the topic somehow mm-hmm. a little bit. He's like, well, let's go. I think the iron should be hot by now. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. oh, no, not yeah. the iron. Yeah. Because I was still thinking he was well, talking because, about Well, because, I mean, okay, uh, Negan knows that obviously the mama dead or something because she wasn't there right. with Rick. But to have this little boy say, I shot her. Yeah. Your mama, you know, to, to keep, keep her, from, her turning. From, from turning and stuff. That's pretty heavy. Well. You know? Anyway. I then, mean, this, I will say this. This those two pieces of the scene when he's not bobbing and weaving and grinning. Yeah. I liked Negan. He was good. Because even though he was being an asshole and he was like, this is your fucking punishment. You killed two of my men. Mm -hmm. I liked, I felt like he was more sinister in that moment, even when he was feeling something for Carl. Yes, I do too. Than any other time. Yeah. I liked the Negan as a villain. Yep. More in that scene. I then do all the rest of them when he's grinning and shinning and all that yeah. fucking shit. I don't like and that. And I don't know why after all these, what, this is episode seven, mm-hmm. somebody didn't say, you know, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, as cute as you are with no ass, maybe <laughs> we should stop with the grinning and shinning and bobbing. Mm-hmm. Because I really think you're more effective mm-hmm. when you're not doing all that. All the time. All the time. Maybe on occasion when you're trying to, like, I get it why he does it to Dwight. Because he's yeah. trying to say some shit to Dwight. Oh, yeah. And that, to me, I like. And he's I rubbing like it Dwight. in for right. Dwight. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And like with this Mark dude, he's trying mm-hmm. to rub that shit in. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, if he would just do it for that, it would be so right. much better. But right. he doesn't. He does it all the damn time. Well, so far he has. Now, you know, maybe maybe they'll quit, but anyway. I doubt it. They've already filmed this shit. So they go down to the fucking basement. Whatever, to the furnace. Yeah, but it, it looks Mark like down and down. Mark is tied up. Mm-hmm. He crying already. I'd be crying too. Hello. Mm-hmm. And he had already told Daryl to get the bucket and the mop. Yep. So Daryl's standing there. Everybody kneels as soon as Negan comes. Yep. I thought, oh, shit. He tells Carl to hold Lucille. He likes having people hold it. Don't he don't? Mm-hmm. Because he likes them to think they can well, do something. Well, that's a psychological uh, exactly. uh, control. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 
<clears throat> and while he's talking, even though I know he's about to do this to Mark, I kept thinking he gonna do something to baby Carl. I know. I was so, so I was nervous. I was nervous that. too. I was nervous. Long as he kept it on on this Mark dude, Thank fine. You, fine. You know. I don't know Mark, and I didn't want him doing nothing Mark. to Daryl neither. No. With his old dirty ass. Wash him. I know. Can we just put him take in a bath or something? Bubble bath or something. <laughs> he forced Poor him Darryl. to take a bath and shave. A satin. <laughs> he is looking too scuzzy. Scuzz. Scuzzy. Well, he's supposed to at this point. Yeah. But. So he's so, telling him, look, we are saviors. He and there his are consequences speech. to your actions. We can't have this be the way it is without rules. Mm-hmm. And with that come some consequences. And at this point, Dwight is working that fire. Mm-hmm. Got these big ass, this big ass metal thing that he's going to take this old weight, old fashioned old iron. Ass. It's the kind that way back in the 1920s, before they had electricity, they really had an iron that they stat in the fire yeah. to press their clothes. Now you Ooh! know, you know, how hot that must be. And Dwight be. was handling it with this long iron stick thing. Yeah. Where Negan, because he wears them gloves, he just no, he took just, it. No, he put the glove, he, he put uh, one of those fire right. gloves on. Damn. And that Mark dude, I'd have been like, please begging something, shoot mm-hmm. me, whatever, but don't burn me upside my face. Mm. And then you see Sherry and the Amber girl too. Mm-hmm. And see, that was showing his ass. See? Stop that, cameraman! <laughs> Shit! Because he ain't got none. Thank you. And that iron is red hot. Red hot. And that he is just so awful. Casually walks over and sticks it on his face. And I'm like, oh! This dude is screaming and I'm screaming. Mm-hmm. And this was true because I think you would pass out. Of course you would. Well, first of all, it wasn't like Negan put that iron on his face like to like a brand like a brand you put it on there and you take, take it, it off. off no he left no. it on there he took he, he smashed that iron upside that man's face and left it there left it until that dude there. passed out unconscious thank you and then he took the iron off thank you and half that dude's skin peeled off with off. it i know that was nasty mm. and dwight he looking like oh shit i remember them days I remember oh hell day. yeah because he burnt up too burnt up mm, mm, mm. that's nasty Ooh, that's nasty. Mm, mm, and mm. that shit could be infected. Oh, you know it. All kind of shit could happen. Well, but like he says, he says, uh, doctor, do your stuff. Now, did you notice the doctor? To me, the doctor looked like he didn't like having to do all this Well, shit. but hey, what you gonna do? Like he was annoyed that Negan had even done all this shit. Of course. I'm sure a whole bunch of people standing there is annoyed. But what you gonna do? <laughs> that's the rules. <laughs> You know what? And they probably sitting there glad it wasn't them. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Of course he, I mean, most doctors, you know, they don't want to hurt uh, people. Hurt people. So if they take that Hippocratic oath and all that stuff. So of course he's looking disgusted. But uh, a doctor is valuable person. So. Right. Negan ain't going to do nothing. You got a, 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 a for real doctor in your midst. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And then he goes and does another motherfucking speech about rules and shit. I didn't care. Mm -hmm. Because at this point, I was like, okay, we're 
it's too much talking. Yeah. Now, too much the talking. talking with Carl made sense. Mm-hmm. But this just always fucking proclamating. Yeah. You know what it reminded me proclamating. of? Proclamating. <laughs> it reminded me of like season three and four of Game of Thrones with Daenerys. The one yeah. part that got my nurse, she was all, every time she, they had her talking, she was proclamating something. Proclamating right before she freed all the people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the time. Like, I am going to do this and you have to do, I'm like, can we just have a normal conversation with her and her not have these proclamations and shit? <laughs> yeah. He'd be, he'd be proclamating. But all that's, the time. But that's how he keeps those people in line and uh, in fear. We don't need to see it yeah, every well. Time we see Negan though. Yeah, I know. That's the part that's annoying. I know. <sighs> anyway, so then we have a little scene which I'm annoyed with this too of Sherry in the stairwell smoking. Yeah, and what then was Dwight that? Comes along smoking. Now this was what she offers him a cigarette. Right, what she did the last time they mm-hmm. were in there. He's like, well. I know you probably feel bad, but you shouldn't. She's like, "What? Do, why would I feel bad?" <laughs> yeah, that bitch. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Shit. That bitch said, "Oh, I'm just glad it ain't me." No, no, listen. Shit. No, I'm like that bitch, Dwight, because yeah. he says, "Oh, I know you probably feel bad, but you." Sh-. She's like, "Well, why I got to feel bad? Because mm-hmm. you, because he asked you what happened, and you told." She's like, "No, I didn't do that." He's mm-hmm. like, "Well, whatever you need to do to sleep better at night." She's like, "Well, how do you sleep at night?" He says, I don't. I watch TV all the way through. Probably because he probably the one that told. Someone told. Because when Negan got, when they got there with the truck, you heard somebody say, yeah, something happened with the, mm-hmm. whatever the fuck it was called. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he was like, yeah, well, whatever. I'm like, who is this fool? And I think she felt the same way. Cause she's like, you know what? If we're seen together, it's going to be, it's not going to be good. He's like, well, we're not doing that. She's like, yeah, we're not. And then she left. <laughs> I was cracking. I said, Lord have mercy. But why he jumping bad? Because. Ignorant. Because. Because he has no power. Yeah. Therefore, he, he he's like that creepy little dude. Creepy. That, yeah, that runs around to other people trying to trying to be big and bad. You know what I'm saying? Because he, he, he has no power. Well, the one thing she did say that I liked was she said, look. The deal we made with him, we made together. Only for I, us. For us. I didn't know other shit was going to have repercussions on other people. Goes, exactly. Well, anytime you standing, you on somebody else's mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. So you always going to be doing something to somebody else, basically. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I was annoyed with them too. Yeah. Because I don't care about them. I don't Quit care. Quit focusing on them. I don't care nothing about They're them. They're nothing. And I, I'm tired of them trying to make us feel sorry for his punk ass. I don't, I don't feel, feel sorry, sorry for him. him. I don't feel, I don't sorry, feel for sorry for her either. either. Thank you. No. Hello. Because, because she's the head bitch hoe. Right. You know. Well, that's not the reason. And that's what she want to be. Shit. So anyway, we get back to Negan. <laughs> <laughs> we get back to Negan's room. And he's right. he's something. working on something. Bill's something. I don't something. Know. And so Carl's just sitting there. He goes, look, can I wrap my face back up now? Mm-hmm. And Megan says, oh, hell no. Absolutely not. And I was rolling. <laughs> Carl's like, well, why the fuck not? Yeah, shit. <laughs> Carl got mad. He said, well, why the hell not? <laughs> and that's when Megan said, woo, I like that. You a that's badass. The, that's, the, that's the kid I like. Uh, that's the kid I like. <laughs> <laughs> he is just oh him. I loved it but I loved it when little baby Carl stood up and said look huh, 
do whatever you're going to do no, to me. He said, why haven't you killed me, my daddy or Daryl yet? Yeah. And so, and I was like, yeah, uh, ask mm-hmm. cause I would like to know mm-hmm. too. And he says, well, cause your daddy is producing for me. He said, he, he said, Daryl going to make a good soldier for me. Your daddy's already doing it. And uh, I don't know about you. Yet. I don't know, oh, yeah. I don't know about you, but, but, it's going to be great breaking you. That's what he meant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, he says it's more fun breaking somebody mm-hmm. than killing them. Mm. Little, Little baby see. Carl. Little he, baby Carl. He jumps, jumps up. up. I love it. <laughs> He's like, I wish you'd jump out this damn window to save me the Leave trouble of having to kill, kill your ass. ass. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, I loved it. I, I loved, loved it. it because little baby Carl. Now that let him know all of this shit I'm doing. He ain't intimidated. No, he's not. He, he ain't intimidated. He was scared for a minute. Yep. But now he's like, oh no, motherfucker. He's just getting mad now. Yeah, he's getting pissed. He's getting mad. See. And Negan's like, whoa. Mm-hmm. He's like, and if you knew us, if you knew anything about us, and you were smart, you would kill us. Yep. You would kill us right now. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I liked I it too. I liked it because finally somebody's standing up to this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And it's little baby Carl again. It's little baby Carl doing it. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Oh, that was a good scene. It was but very, very good. It was ruined to me. Ruined because Negan is sitting there fucking grinning. Mm-hmm. Now, if they would have made him look sinister, like, okay, I, I like the kid, but he's starting to get on my fucking nerves. But he's not though. Right. But see, he is impressed. I mean, Negan likes that shit. And that's when he says, oh, okay, let's go for a ride. Now, see, to me, this is the ultimate in psychological warfare. Because he was sitting there probably thinking to himself, oh, you know what? I got to break this kid. Let me take him back to his territory. Right. And to the people he know. I'll do some shit on them. Well, see, see, that's what he always do. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then so we see... Little baby Carl with Negan in the big old truck. Now, this was good because as the trucks are driving through, we get an aerial view. And there there's is Jesus. Jesus on top of one of the trucks, which was actually pretty smart. On top of the truck. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, it's about time. Shit. Where well, you been? But then Daryl comes and tells him, look, you better not do nothing to Carl. And uh, Daryl sees, uh, uh, what you call him, Jesus yeah. up there. Yeah. Almost gave that fucking shit away. Mm-hmm. Because he's looking up, see. So. But when they drive off. He ain't there. Jesus ain't there. But what I did laugh at this when Negan says, oh, no. Uh, Dwight, they don't need a timeout. A timeout. That was Go funny. put him back up in his cell. Yeah. Go put him back up in his cell. <laughs> I said, oh, oh Lord. Just don't be heartening. I thought that was funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> so oh. then they go back to Alexandria. Yeah. Uh, Negan goes back to Alexandria with Carl. And they go go to Carl's house. Well, first of all, we, we see that Jesus is helping Daryl because somebody slips a note. a note and a key. Underneath the door. Under the door. And it says, go now. Yeah. It says, go now. And I'm thinking, well, shit, why didn't you just pop the door open? And it has a match, too, on the back. Yep. Start you some fire. Yeah. So then, yeah, so then Negan does go back 
to Alexandria with Carl, mm-hmm. and they go all the way in, all the way into to his house, to the house, to the house, and, I was and like, there's Olivia. Shit! There's Olivia. Yep. And Olivia is looking like where's Enid? And so Carl kind of whispers to her, uh, "Enid, say she's a hilltop." You know. So the Negan's asking Olivia, "Where's Rick?" And she's mm-hmm. like, "Um, she, he's out scavenging for you. I don't know when he's gonna be back." Said, and Negan's he, like, "He went oh. way far. He might not be back until tomorrow." You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Negan's just looking at her, going. Okay. Well, uh, she's saying because, you know, we're practically starving here. We're running low. On, we're running low on everything. This was so mean. Yeah. When he goes, starving? You? You, you mean really not really starving? And he's doing that deputy do. Deputy dodging. Mm. Now. And she starts crying. Yeah, she starts crying. And he's laughing, looking at Carl. And Carl's going to him like, you motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And she's, I felt bad for Olivia. I did too. I she felt bad for her. Sobbing. She's sobbing. Bless her heart. And I'm like, okay, can we stop with all the big girl eats a lot? Uh, shaming. Shit. Yeah. The big girl shaming. Although in the group, I did chuckle. I did. I said that I chuckled on the first view, but as I was watching her, no. cry, I was like, that is no. right. That's just because I, that's now what the third comment yeah. he's made. Well, first of all, when he first met her, when he first got to Alexandria, you could see that. Yeah, but he's done seen her before. Now, come on, now. Right. Well, when when um, yeah. Rick and them said she's in charge of the pantry, he's like, really? Yeah. You got her I mean, in charge of yeah. your pantry. That was enough. Yeah. But oh, little baby Carl is in the background, just staring evil daggers at his ass, <laughs> staring daggers, and yep. he. He's trying to tell Olivia, okay, look, I'm sorry. I didn't meet her feelings. And, you know, while I'm here waiting, we could just, like, go get busy. If you want to, if you're agreeable, we can go upstairs and get busy. Get busy. And she, she slaps him. him. And I was like, oh, shit. That might not go over too well, Olivia. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. motherfucker had the nerve. Looked like he was going to jump bad. But he goes, you know what? I'm 50% more into you now. I know it. And then he tells her, okay. I'm going to be here a while. I'm going to put my feet up. Go make us some lemonade. I know you got that, that lemonade. That powder stuff. Yeah. We left you some. Uh-huh. Cause, yeah, because we left you some. So go make it. Oh, Lord, have mercy. And, and then he's telling Carl, okay, give me a tour. Well, and I kept thinking, shit, if they're in Carl's house. They're in the Carl's baby, house, yes. The baby is there. Yep. He's going to find the baby. Yep. And I was like, damn, no That's the first thing I thought when I realized where they were. I thought, yeah. oh, shit. He's going to now have leverage over and little on, baby Carl. And on first viewing, I had forgot mm-hmm. they were there. So then we get this montage of him walking through the house. He's He's got his feet on the carpet. He took in his boots he's off. flicking on the faucet. Yeah. Playing with shit. Mm-hmm. Playing darts and stuff. And then he says, okay, and what's in here? And Carl says, oh, there's nothing in there. It's just a, a water heater, an old heater. Yeah. And so Negan says, uh, yeah, seriously, kid. He opens the door, and there's baby Judith. Oh, looking so cute. Oh, she looks so cute. Got a little baby elephant. I was wondering how she wasn't even, like, cooing or crying or talking or nothing. No. Now, but I will say, do that, though. he seemed like he was gentle with her, but I was like, oh, no, this motherfucker don't need to know uh-uh. this is Rick's baby. Yep. Oh, he know. He know. He's, oh, yeah. He, oh, yeah. He gonna know. He oh, hell know. yeah. 
Damn. Oh, I was so upset with yeah, that. I was too. And, but now, as you say, he was gentle with her though. Yeah. Because he was but, like, oh, look at this little precious little baby. Yeah. yeah. But uh-huh. I can, but Carl's face was like, fuck. I know. He was trying to keep him out. He was, he was trying, trying to keep but it him wasn't out. working. Mm-mm. It was not working. So then oh, the last scene we get with them is Negan and Carl on the porch with baby Judith in his lap. And she's asleep. Yeah, she knocked out. She was sleeping. No, no, she's not asleep. No, that was another scene, I think. No, nah, she was taking a nap on him. She was she was taking a nap. Oh, and then he got mm-hmm. her up. And then, then he's holding her up. That baby was tired. <laughs> <laughs> she was sleeping. She's like, she sure is cute, though. She is cute. Ooh. And, she's very cute. And Carl is just, now, this is what I thought. Wouldn't she be going like this to Carl? Like, I want my brother? Yeah. But you this know. This is a new baby, so maybe she's not used to Carl yet. <laughs> I mean, it's a new baby. <laughs> yeah. So she don't know him like the other baby did. Yeah. Because she's obviously older, so. That baby was very calm, though. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn. Oh, my gosh. So to I, me. I hated that. That was the good suspense. That's the yeah. way you do an episode. Yep. And you go, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Now what's going to happen? Because now he's got to hold a little baby Judith. I know. And Carl's not going to be able to really, you know, do anything against it. I know. So, yeah, I was a little bit upset by I that. was upset. So, yeah, so for me, this was a way better episode. Actually, this to me was one of the best episodes of the season so far, which I know ain't saying much, but it was no. a pretty good episode. It was me. a good episode, but King Ezekiel episode was the best one so far. Oh, well, that's true. I mm-hmm. like that one, too. Yep. But I like seeing Carl jump back. I like seeing somebody fucking jump back. I know. But I don't like seeing Negan with baby Carl. And now baby Judith. Thank you. Damn. Mm -hmm. Ooh, this is going to be ugly though. Uh, That's not going to go well. Mm. Okay. So let's get to our feedback. Okay. Um, The first one is from Procrastinella. Hey, Procrastinella. Hello, Sister J and Sister K. Damn. If only I had as much enthusiasm for this show as I did in that greeting. Procrasty. <laughs> and let me play her voicemail. Okay, ladies. Third time is a charm. I've tried to leave feedback three times. Damn. Each time I've boarded on four minutes. So I'm trying to keep this shit short. Thank you. So bullet points. <laughs> I'm almost through with this show. It's a chore to watch every episode. Yep. Uh, Point two, really pissed I didn't get more Michonne than I thought we would. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, point three, Negan and Carl, really good acting from Jeffrey Dean Morgan and Chandler Riggs, but that leads me to point four. <laughs> I don't know exactly where they're going with this. I know the writers, the showrunners talk about in season seven, they're exploring, there'll be this strange bond between Carl and Negan, which leads me to my fifth and final point. <laughs> I think that will be accomplished by, and this is my big prediction for the mid-season finale, that Negan is going to take Carl back to his compound with him. Right now, he's in Carl, he's in Alexandria with Carl waiting on Rick. I mm-hmm. think when Rick shows up, Negan's going to take his boy and go back to the compound with him, which will 
lead us to the season finale where I predict Carl, once his daddy and his crew shows up to claim him, is going to shock everybody and say, I don't want to go. I'm staying here with Megan. Ooh. And so Ooh. that would lay the groundwork for season eight. No. Maybe that's when you'll see the rise and return of Rick Grimes. I don't know. No. <sighs> Tell me your thoughts, ladies. No. Nope. Um, also, I have to wonder, and as I sign off, will season seven of The Walking Dead do the impossible? Cause the sisters to stop podcasting the show itself. Yep. If that's the case, <laughs> I have to say it has been an incredible ride yep. when it comes to your Walking Dead goodbye. podcast. But also, if you decide to stop podcasting it, I ain't mad at you because mm-hmm. this season, frankly, has sucked. Mm. In any case, you all know no matter what you do, I'm going to be there to listen because I enjoy the hell out of your podcast. And, oh my, I can't believe this is under three minutes, Sister yes. J. But day. Please take care and I'll see you all for the mid-season finale. Later. Thank you, Procrastinella. Yeah, um, I've already on record saying I am not doing a season eight. So, if they have a season eight, Sister K will need a new podcast partner. You need to quit saying that because I don't know that I'll do it either. So mm. I don't know why you keep farming my bitch ass out. Like, <laughs> like you my motherfucking pimp or some shit. No. <laughs> but yeah, I am. Uh, okay, Look, first I'm of all. I'm not there yet. First of all, I'm going to watch the show regardless because I've been here from the jump. I'm going to watch the show. Now, whether I podcast it or not is another story, but I will definitely be watching it until it's done and over. Well, that's as what you said a about said, Fringe, too. As mm-hmm. a, no, because I never hated Fringe. Mm, that's true. But as Sister A would say, until it's done and dusted, I'm going to be there. Well. Watching, at least. Right. Well, I can guarantee you I'm not watching after season seven. No, uh, uh-uh. uh, my TV watching time is too precious for me to fool with this bullshit. But back to your, back to the actual voicemail. I agree with your points, uh, especially about the Michonne. That was real short. Very uh, short. Yeah, you know what? I did like this episode, though. and I do not think they are going to go the way that you've suggested. No. There's no way Carl would. Aligned with Negan over if, Rick and Neil. If he did, it'd be fake. Yeah. It would it'd be, be a fake alliance. It would be fake just so he could kill him in his sleep or something. Right. Me mm-hmm. too. If he would have been a little bit younger, possibly, but no, I don't no. think Carl would do that. Now, Negan may take him back with him. We I don't, don't think know, so. but I don't think Carl will ever side with him all the way or bond with him all the way. No. Because. He's just not, no, he's been through too much. He's lost too many people. Well, and plus, okay, Negan knows, Carl was exactly correct. Negan don't know them. He don't know all the shit they've been through. And done. And he would probably be scared of Rick if he saw Crazy Town Rick with them claim boys. You know, biting off the shit. Yeah. Yeah. So they ain't seen it yet. They ain't seen it. But Carl know, and that's what Carl said, if you knew uh, you would kill us. Thank you. Yeah. So anyway. Yep. All right. Sure thank, you, thank you, Procrastinella. Thank you, Procrastinella.
Okay, our next piece of feedback is another voicemail, and it is from Yam. Hey, Yam. Hey, Yam. Hello, Sister Jay and Sister Kay, and the wonderful family of the Sister Speak Nation. This is Yam, <laughs> and I'm here to give my uh, feedback on last night's episode, I guess, episode 7, Sing Me a Song. Like, seriously, Negan, <laughs> are you that disgusting like seriously <laughs> i've waited for a long time for this character to actually come into the tv and uh, now i cannot wait for him to be taken out mm-hmm. i can stand another episode let alone a minute of negan and his diarrhea of the mouth like seriously i i can't stand him and i know he's supposed to be an asshole because i read the comic books but he is nothing compared to the counterpart from the books now uh last night's episode was like like crazy it was, I don't know, I really don't, don't know it at this point. I'm just like, just watching, going through the motions. Mm-hmm. Like Jesus and um, Jesus and, and Carl went into a mission, old Butch Cassidy and the Sundance <laughs> Kid. And once they got there, then Carl went into his own teenage stupid mode and just, you know, you saw what happened. And Michonne seems to be having another teenage moment as well because she just <laughs> went ahead and she kidnapped this lady not before building a, a retain in the middle of the road with all those freaking walkers. Like, yep. what the heck is going on? <laughs> and finally, Derek, I mean, Daryl, yeah, right, Derek, <laughs> Daryl speaks. And um, he's been thrown on his little cell, which, by the way, I think it might have been Cheryl, the person who handed him the note with the key. Oh, Other than that, I completely, no, I don't know, I didn't give two shits about it. And I was really pissed that I didn't get any adult beverage just to go through <laughs> the motions until I could later on go catch on on, on Westworld. Because I don't have HBO, so I have to wait until the uh, the episode gets loaded up into the website um, the website that I used to watch. Uh, Negan and Judith, that's a big no no. Like seriously. <laughs> oh, but the highlight, the whole episode highlight was Olivia slapping the snots out of him. Yay, Olivia! I'm out. <laughs> Thank you, Yam. Thank you, Yam. Well, the highlight for me was when little baby Carl jumped, jumped up, up yes. and told him, hey, you would throw yourself out the window to Save save me from travel. having to kill your ass. And if you knew us, if you really knew who we were, you, you would, would kill, kill us. us. Yeah, I like that. That was my That highlight. was my favorite part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although I did like the uh, Olivia slap. Yeah. But, yeah. That was good. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's... it's uh, it's too much of him talking and yeah, 
and not backing it up. And of course we knew, well, once we got past the part where he wasn't going to actually physically hurt Carl, Mm -hmm. then all of that scariness went away. Exactly. I guess that's what happened to Carl too. And that's why he jumped bad. Exactly. Oh shit, you ain't doing shit. But I agree. Diarrhea of the mouth. Yeah. All that that fucking jaw jacket. I like your, I like your term though. All that proclamating. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All his It's got to go. It's got to go. It's annoying. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Yam. Thank you, Yam. Okay, our next email is from Roxy. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Roxy. It was a good episode, but fucking Carl. (laughs) Didn't he learn his lesson when Dale died because of him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that it is in the comics. What the hell did he think that he was going to do once he got there? Oh, yeah. Kill other people, but get pee-pee pants when he actually has the gun on Negan. Screw the guy Negan pulled in front of him. Hell, he just killed two guys driving the truck. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that's yeah, the point. That's true. He should have just shot through the guy and shot Negan. He allowed himself to get caught. Wait until Rick finds out. <laughs> now Carl has put Judith in danger because he wanted to act all big and bad. Good now point. Negan is going to make himself right at home there in Alexandria. Mm-hmm. Michonne, what is she doing? I do like how she set that trap. Father Gabriel, he has stepped up to the plate. The man was a scared rabbit a year or so ago, but now he is walking back to their home base with no weapons and no fear. Well, yeah. He had a big ass knife though. He did have a knife, but I mean, that's basically no weapons. No, it isn't. Cause you that's can... close encounters. You well, but do. still they're all used to stabbing him in the head. They don't taught father Gabriel how to do that. Love how he told hoarder douche to let him out of the car, <laughs> to let him out of the car. Uh, when he started talking smack about Rick. Yep. Yeah, Aaron is a turncoat. Someone needs to frag his ass. That's Spencer. It's Spencer, not Aaron. Not Aaron. Yeah, Spencer. Aaron's with Rick. Yep. Rosa Rita. Okay, I'm done with her. <laughs> I agree with her to a point, but yeah, she can go. Yep. We need to downsize this group. We do. They should have kept Abraham and hit a home run on Rosita. She is pointless. Mm-hmm. One bullet. Are you kidding me? What the fuck uh, is up with Jesus? He is very popular with the fans, ladies. So what? They don't want him to outshine some of the old timers. Like Sister J says, I want Jesus. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, I tried to keep this short. How about that Westworld, Roxy? Ooh, yeah. Thank you, Roxy. Thank you, Roxy. Oh, yeah. I could, hey, they can have Jesus, more Jesus in there. Well, I mean, he... I like his character, though. I do, too, but they're not letting him do nothing. No, but... And for... I mean, now they are, but I mean, for him to be as stealthy as he's been, Mm -hmm. he could have been already helping with some shit. Well, but he's going to be helping, though. He should have been already peeped out where the hell the saviors lived and how many factions they had and all this other stuff. Whatever. Anyhow. Yeah. Thank you, Roxy. Thank you, Roxy. And yeah, everybody keeps talking about Father Gabriel stepping up. He ain't stepped up. Well, he just existing. I mean, he's at least he's not as annoying as he used to be. Okay. Our next email is from Joseph. Hey, Joseph. Hey, Joseph. Hey, sisters. This first semester in x-ray school is nearing the end. Woohoo. Now on to the walking dead. Yes. And congratulations. Congrats. Well... 
The only positive thing that I could think of in this episode titled Sing Me a Song is of that scene when Negan and Carl enter Olivia's house and Olivia says that Alexandria is practically starving. The way Negan looked at her would have been the same, the same way Sister J would have done. And all I could think of during that moment was when Sister J said on the podcast about Olivia that she never missed no meals. <laughs> when Negan said starving you, I was rolling on the floor dying of laughter. It was one of the only moments during this whole season where I couldn't stop grinning. It was so hard not to imagine Sister J in Negan's shoes Mm. during that scene, laughing my ass off. You did say that. I know I said that first, but I didn't laugh the second time Mm because I didn't think it was funny because he don't need to shame her no more. Thank you. He been done done. Yeah. Although the first time she didn't hear it. He did that though. And, and you know, that was enough. (sighs) Well, aside from that, it's so sad that this show has turned into shit. Yeah. Not only is it competing with Game of Thrones, but also Westworld. Yep. Hopefully I can get into that show during the winter break. You should. Can't wait to listen to the podcast, Joseph from Las Vegas. Thank you, Joseph. Thank you, Joseph. You should definitely, everybody who hasn't seen Westworld, over the holidays, you need to watch it. It is Excellent. Hour-long episode, so you should, you know. And that will restore your mind back to what good writing is and about. acting is yeah. about. And story plotting. That's true. Mm-hmm. It is a good story. It's very good. Mm-hmm. It is confusing at times, but it's good. Well, but by the time you get halfway through, you recognize that every little thing in each episode it's not there by random. Right. It's on it's It on all purpose. leads to the finale. Yeah. That's excellent, purpose. though. I know. I love that. It's really good. Okay. Our next email is from Manny. Hey, Manny. Hey, Manny. Hey, ladies. Just going to drop off three comments. One, you know, Olivia spit in Negan's <laughs> lemonade, right? <laughs> I hope and so. And stirred it in with her finger. I hope so. That's what, uh... What's her name? Celie did it. Celie would have done. Mm-hmm. That's what she did do to Mister's 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 Daddy Water. Mm-hmm. His daddy's water. Yeah, oh, that's right, the daddy mm-hmm. water. Two, Rick and Aaron go out on, and I see what you did there, Manny. He said, "Olivia." Oh yeah, uh-huh. I caught uh-huh. that. <laughs> Just like perfect, the color purple. Perfect reference. Thank you for our color purple reference. Uh, two, Rick and Aaron go out on a scavenger hunt for Negan and see this sign and find a boathouse. You know, ain't shit in there. Mm-hmm. Well, three, Eugene was literal as fuck by making Rosita one damn bullet. I know. I know. That's what I said. But he, he had no choice because she only had one casing. He could have. You man- have to put it in a casing. He could have manufactured something. No. No, but she's you have go- to have a casing. She's going to miss Negan, of course, but who or what will it hit? Mm. This is just my guess, but I'm thinking that bullet has Judith's name on it. Oh, let's hope not. They better not. Better not. In the words of Sister J, I'm out. <laughs> Manny. <laughs> Thank you, Manny. <laughs> Thank you, Manny. <laughs> yeah, because you be saying it loud too. Hey. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> and I actually, I had my, my 
my shirt on today. Said, yeah, I'm, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Shirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And our last email Woo-hoo! of the episode is a voicemail and it is from Rosalinda. Hey, Rosalinda. Hey, Rosalinda. Hi, sisters. This is Rosalinda from Oregon. I am calling in with feedback for The Walking Dead. Sing me a song. Uh, I'm excited because since Rosita has been so pissed off, I can again find myself useful to the family by providing Spanish translations. Uh, Previously, we enjoyed Rosita tossing out an hijo de puta, which the class will remember translates to son of a bitch. On this episode, Rosita first calls Negan a cabron, which can be used to mean dumbass, bastard, asshole. She's basically saying, no, we are not doing shit for that fucker. (laughs) And finally, when she's all, make me a bullet, and calls Eugene a pendejo, she is telling him he's an idiot, a moron, or my favorite, a single pubic hair. Yeah, that's right. Spanish is a beautiful language. Anyway, I liked this episode. The only thing I would have changed is uh, if Carl was really going on a suicide mission, if he really wanted to kill Negan, he had a moment in that truck where he could have taken a shot. Negan yep. was open. He had just killed two of Negan's men. And he, if he was really out for that purpose, uh, he should have taken a shot. Yep. However... I've learned to be patient with the show. I find I enjoy it more when I don't jump to conclusions and I give them time. Uh, so maybe Carl wasn't going out to kill Negan. Maybe he was going to infiltrate. Maybe this was his plan. So I'm not going to call bullshit on that yet. But if he really was going for a suicide mission to kill Negan, I wish he would have taken that shot. Mm. Anyway, I love the podcast. Talk to you later. <laughs> Thank you, Rosalinda. <laughs> Thank you, Rosalinda. Thank you for that Spanish language translation. I didn't need it, but thank <laughs> you. Uh, yeah, because you speak Spanish, so. I don't speak it, but I can understand it. Yeah, well. Slow. She speaks it, too. No. Okay. But I didn't even think about, well, I did think about the fact that Carl could have shot Negan a couple of times. Yes. While they were standing there jaw jacking. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think about him maybe infiltrating I don't think that Carl was planning to do that. I think he really was planning to shoot him. I don't know, though, because Negan did say more than once, but he said verbally, point blank, but he also hinted at it. You know, you are a lot smarter than a kid your age. Could be. It could be. Maybe he called himself trying to do some stealth. Hmm. Like Michonne, I don't think so. was wanting to do, but he was too antagonistic. I mean, yeah. he came out shooting, talking about where's Negan. I need Negan because he done killed some of my friends. It's time for him to get, and then telling him all up in his face, "Oh yeah, you should kill us because that'll <laughs> save me the trouble of having to kill, kill your ass. ass." Which is not the first time he said that shit. That's true. So huh. I mean, he keeps. I feel like. He keeps telling Negan, you don't know us. You don't know how we do. Mm-hmm. And Negan's just laughing that shit off. He's laughing it off, see. At some point, he ain't going to be laughing. Nope. But we know he's going to get But I don't think that point. means that he was planning to infiltrate. I think he really I wanted to go in there. But I don't think he thought it would be a suicide mission. But I guess it would have been, huh? It would have been. Although, once I feel like once somebody gets Negan... They're not, other people aren't going to be too broke up because then somebody else will be there to take his place. Well, see now, that's the point though. 
You're going to have to kill all them top ones. <laughs> hey, from, from Dwight on down, uh, you're going to have to because they're going to be jockeying to be Negan. Simon, that Simon guy. Hey. I think he's the next in line. Anyway. We didn't see him, did we? Mm-mm. In this. But yeah, he's going to have to kill more than Negan, though. Yeah. Oh, yes. Because mm-hmm. them fools are indoctrinated. But I feel like some of them will be more like, oh, okay, well, I guess we can go and try to be the leader. I think so. Yeah. Because they'll want to survive. I think so, too. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all the feedback we had for uh, Swear. Mm-hmm. And Sing Me a Song. Yay. Slightly mm-hmm. better. And so while we have left at this point is the finale. Yep. That's so it. we are almost caught up, but we're not caught up yet. We are still working towards our goal of being caught up before <laughs> Christmas Day. So we'll we see if we make our goal. We will. Uh, for So there is a short window for y'all to send in feedback for the finale. And don't get out. I don't even think you should say that because, hey, they ain't going to make it. If you do it as soon as you hear this, then you maybe. So send it to sstwalkingdead at gmail.com. You should already have it in if you know. Exactly. But anyhow, sstwalkingdead at gmail.com. You can send us a voicemail at 972-755-1215 or speakpipe at speakpipe.com slash sisterspeak. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash sisterspeakpodcast. And our wonderful um, group, which is called Sister Speak Nation. We have a lot of great combo in there. Yep. We are on Twitter at underscore Sister J, underscore Sister K, and at Sister Speak Cast. And you can find us on Google Plus at googleplus.com slash Sister Speak Podcast. All right. That's it for now. I'm Sister K. And I'm Sister J. See you next time. <laughs>